Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lift Your Life podcast. You join me for another solo podcast. I realise that my intros to these podcasts are so crap. Like, I don't have, like, a proper intro slogan thing that people have, or, like, an intro music. But, yeah, I maybe should work on that. Maybe once we've surpassed the 100th episode, which is on its way, which is crazy to think that we're nearly at 100 episodes, and I really want to do something special for the 100th episode. So if you've got any suggestions of guests to bring back on or a topic you want me to cover, please let me know because I really want to make it special, but I don't know what to do. (laughs) So please, please, please give me some ideas. I would really, really appreciate it. And I will have some sort of jazzy intro by then, maybe, who knows. Anyway, anyway, we move. We don't do jazzy intros here. We don't need jazzy intros because you know who I am. You know what I'm about. And if you don't, go back to episode number one and then work your way up because you've got a lot of catching up to do. But anyway, I cannot believe it is February. And I know you've probably heard every single mofo over the last day go, oh my God, I can't believe it's February. Oh my God, I can't believe how fast January's gone. Where is the year going already? I'll be Christmas before you know it. Um, But it's true. (laughs) It is very, very true that January has gone very, very, very quickly. Um, And what I like to do at the end of every single month is just a bit of self-reflection. More so for business. I like to say, see, have I hit sort of my targets of what I wanted to achieve over that month? Have I done things that have been quite exceptional that month? Have I made any changes and steps forward? Um, and just have a bit of an analysis, really, and then sort of make a bit of a strategy plan into what I'm going to do over the next month. So February. And I was having a bit of a reflection, and I kind of thought, you know what, January hasn't really been this month that I thought it was going to be. You know, they always talk about, you know, January being a bit of a boom in the fitness industry and everyone wants to come join up and you're going to be extremely busy and run off your feet and all this is going to be happening. And to be fair, my January's been pretty steady away. It's not been bad. It's just been a very, very steady sort of month, really. Nothing terrible, but nothing, you know, mind-blowing. I've not been run off my feet, so to speak. And I do think, to be fair, in the fitness industry, it's a bit of a myth because for many reasons that January is a spoon month. But basically, it's just been a bit anticlimactic because I was prepared in December, the back end to go, right, January is going to be crazy loose. Make sure that you've you know, rested, recharged, got yourself ready for potentially what could be a very busy month. And it's kind of been anticlimactic. And I know for a lot of people, whether that's people who do the same job as me or just people in general, have found that January has been anticlimactic. Now, that might be anticlimactic in the respect that you've started up something with your fitness and expected loads and loads of change and it didn't really happen or you've set yourself these new goals and things have just got in the way. And to be fair, I do think that January is quite a bad month in some respects to be starting big new goals. People think it's the best time, but realistically, it's it's kind of the worst because you've come off this period of being super, super mega relaxed with Christmas, being busy with social occasions, and you're spending the first sort of week or two just finding your feet with life and the routines of, you know, just day-to-day life and getting back into your normal habits and schedules so that coupled with you then trying to add new things to the mix of getting in more workouts and meal prepping or whatever it is it's kind of like a bit of a recipe for disaster and overwhelm to be fair you know I've never really looked at it like that until I sort of reflected the other day so for that reason or for whatever reason for a lot of people January maybe wasn't the month you thought it was going to be um, and I actually got my clients to do a bit of a self-reflection task um, the other day and just said, look, it's the end of the month. Obviously, a new one is coming. So lots of exciting things, you know, a new chapter unfolds. Um, if January has been a great month for you, awesome. Why has it been a good month? You know, think about all of the things that you've achieved and accomplished and overcome this month. And let's carry those forward into February. 
you know, keep them at the forefront of your mind. Let's keep the ball rolling. But for some of you, maybe it hasn't been the month you thought it was going to be. You know, a lot of my clients have had COVID, had isolations, been unwell, had things happen in their personal lives. They've not been able to, you know, maybe have these amazing solid ass weeks that they hoped. And you know what? It's okay. But you have two choices in this instance. You can either go, well, January was crap. I'm crap. No point starting in February because January is the magical month. Or you can actually go, well, how can I learn from this? Maybe what didn't go so great? Why didn't it go so great? How can I learn from this? What can I do the next time this happens to ensure that I can still make the steps forward? So it's using that time to reflect in order to allow yourself to grow and be better. And speaking of reflection, that is where this week's topic of episode came from. Because I was doing a bit of reflection the other day. I was on a walk with my dad. Um, just had a bit of a dog walk, had a bit of a catch up. And we were just kind of reflecting over the year because a lot has changed for us in terms of we've both moved and just in situations in our lives, some positive, some negative. But for me, a lot of the change over the last year has been very, very, very positive in so many different avenues of my life. And I think a lot of people just kind of think that a lot of it just happened, you know, that this job role has just happened for me and I've just become happier and all these things just happen by chance. And I'll tell you right now, nothing that's happened with me over the last year has been by chance. It's because I've found something in my life that didn't serve me, that made me unhappy, that wasn't what I wanted to do. And I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm not settling for this. And I took action and changed my life. And so in today's podcast, I want to help you to change your life. <laughs> as dramatic as that sounds, I want to give you the strategies, the the tactics to know how and when to make those changes in order to fulfill yourself best because ultimately as morbid as it sounds we get one shot at life we get one go we get one life and it's short it's sweet we don't know which day is our last so it is too short to be spent unhappy whether that's unhappy in your current job unhappy with some relationships whether that's like you know partner or friends groups that you've got whether that's with where you are right now with your body, where you're at right now with your fitness, where you're at right now in your overall happiness. It doesn't matter what it is, but if you aren't happy about something, time to change it. And ultimately, when you do feel like this about something, you you have two options, right? You can either just be comfortable and say, stay as you are, because it's easy to not make a change because unless this thing is literally dragging you into the floor, like it's an extremely abusive relationship or you know, it's killing you, whatever it is, you know, something that's like drastically bad where you have to make a change, otherwise it's like critical. It's easier to just stay as you are because it's it's comfortable, right? No one likes the fear of the unknown risks, you know, we are just happy in that sort of safety net comfort blanket of what we know. So you can do that, but you can also then grow and change. And that's the difference between growth and fixed mindset. You know, if you've got a fixed mindset, you will just stay where you are. You know, you will just stay in that comfort zone. But if you've got the growth mindset to know and believe that anything is possible and that change is possible and that things can be better in this ideal you, whether that's an ideal job, whether that's an ideal set of friends, an ideal body, a physique, strength that you want to be, you can believe that will happen. So you need to just take action and go, right, I'm committed to making change. Let's freaking do it. So in terms of how to actually do this change because it's like, right, this is all well and good loose, but how the hell do I actually change my life? Here's the little step-by-step formula that you need to follow, which is what I did with myself. And I will use some little analogies and anecdotes with myself to show you how I did it and how it's led to me getting ultimately what I wanted to do. So the first thing is to identify why you want the change. Is it coming from you? Is it coming from your wants, passions, values, drives, 
or is it external voices? So what I mean by this is, for example, I wanted to go into online coaching, you know, so last year I realized I wanted to go fully online with my business. That was something that I wanted to do. And the reason that I wanted to do that was because one, it would give me a little bit more freedom with my time because I was juggling so many things at once. And two, it was where my clients were getting the best results. It was what I was enjoying more and I knew it would bring me daily fulfillment and happiness and ultimately be able to help more people on a greater scale. So I knew it was what I wanted to do because that is why I got into the industry in the first place. If it's external, what it might mean is that someone else is kind of pressuring you to do it or you've seen other people doing it and it's feel you kind of feel it's what you should be doing or ought to be doing. And if you have those thoughts of, well, this is what I should be doing or this is what I ought to do and you can't actually rationalise why you want to make that change yourself, don't do it because that's coming from some sort of external pressure that isn't you. And when you don't actually want to do it yourself, you're either just going to find yourself still unhappy or not being able to see it through because you don't have the want to do it. So an example for this is Instagram, you know, if you see certain, like at the moment, resistance training for females is huge. And that's a great thing. I'm really, really passionate about that. But ultimately, if you don't want a resistance train or you've tried it and you hate it, you don't need to train like that. You know, CrossFit's becoming huge. If you try it and you hate it, don't do it. You know, don't do what other people are telling you to do or what you think you should be doing. So just audit, do I actually want to do this? Why do I want to do this? And if you feel like the pressures are coming from something beyond yourself, don't do it. Next is to identify what actually needs to change and how. So it's creating a, a strategy plan. So for me, for me to go fully online with my business, I knew that I needed to generate enough income so that I could drop my other streams of income streams from of work and um, to pay off everything that I needed to pay off, you know, in terms of the adulting stuff, the boring stuff, being able to actually feed myself. And then I could do it. So how was to grow my business, to get more clients on board, to bring more money into that side of my business. So that came through me actually investing into business mentors who could help me scale my business because I know how to coach. I know how to communicate with clients and write training plans and guide nutrition and mindset. But business, I know a bit now, but back then, oh my God, literally inept, didn't have a clue, did not have a shuffing clue. So that's how I need to do it. Again, you know, let's go with an example of, you know that you want to drop body fat. That's what you want to do. So what needs to change? You need to change your diet habits. You need to change your exercise habits. You need to change your just day-to-day routine. How are you going to do that? You know, could you create something for yourself? Do you have the knowledge and capacity to do that? Do you need to invest in further help like I did? So I obviously invested into business mentors. Do you need to invest into a personal trainer, an online coach, someone like myself, not a plug? Just saying, you know, do you actually need to get further support with that? So it's creating an actual roadmap and strategy. And this comes into number point three, which is just a plan, 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 plan. You can't over plan. No one has ever over planned or over organized create that roadmap. And what I did was kind of created actual tangible milestones. So instead of just saying to me, oh, when I have enough clients, I'll move online. I actually created a, well, what does enough clients look like? What does that income income look like? You know, what does it actually look like? What, what are the steps in order to get there? How will I know when I'm close? What will I need to do? And it's the same for you. So if it was, again, fat loss, identify, you know, okay, so where do I want to be? Instead of just going, I want to lose weight to feel better okay so roughly what does that look like you know roughly a dress size or a time you were happy just to you just to use as a benchmark so for example if you remember that you were quite happy in your body when you were 
about size 10, 10 stone. Again, I'm not massively like scale weight driven and I'm not saying to aim for target weight. We aren't slimming world over here, but it's using it as a bit of a benchmark. So you're like, right, okay. So I'm about two dress sizes away. So this is the roadmap that I need to take. It's probably going to maybe take me this long. And again, this is where someone who maybe is a bit of an expert in the field can help you out with that. Because for me, I wasn't sure how long it would take me to, to build up my business. But when I got the reassurance that you can do this quite quickly, as long as you just do X, Y, and Z, it gave me the confidence to go forth and do it. And again, that's why having some external support sometimes can be really useful because it kind of just gives you that clarity and vision and also reassurance that you are on the right path. That could be, re, you know, getting a career advisor, a relationship advisor. But I do always suggest if you are a bit unclear, but the change is something that you really want to do to get that additional support, that external support. It really does make a difference. And something that I would suggest doing is focusing on what I call just the one thing principle. Now, the one thing principle is something that I learned from a book called... Um, called The One Thing, funnily enough. Uh, it's a very good book. Um, it's very businessy. It's very sort of marketing strategic, business strategy sort of mindset orientated. But the principle of just focusing in on the one important task at hand at once is really beneficial, especially when you are wanting to make a big change. Because when you are wanting to make a big change, you can, you know, so break, that, break down that change into many sort of small changes or small things that need to happen. And that can become very, very overwhelming. It's like with me building a business. It was like, right, I need to focus more on social media. I need to focus more on my current clients. I need to focus more on this. I need to focus on that. I need to focus on this, 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 this. And yes, all of the things do matter. But one way to make a big change is to identify the one thing or the biggest thing or maybe one or two, two at max, that needs to change in order to see the results. What will have the biggest significant impact and put most of your energy into that? So for example, let's go with fat loss, right? So you need to lose weight and you're wanting to lose weight to feel good and feel amazing. So you know that in order to get there, the things that need to change are diet, training, habits, sleep, stress, you know, all these different things. Now, if you try and put all your energy into all of these different bits and bobs, it's gonna become overwhelming very, very fast and you're less likely to actually make the change. Whereas if you identify that actually, you know what? My biggest pitfall is my diet and the biggest thing that I struggle with is overeating at night. Let's just say that is your biggest thing. You restrict all day and overeat at night. So you know that you need to work on that one thing. And if you can get that one thing under control, things, you will probably see a result as an outcome. Nail that one big thing, the biggest thing that's holding you back or stopping you getting to where you want to be. And then working from there. You know, if it's a new job, maybe that one thing could actually be just applying for jobs. You know, identify the biggest, biggest thing that you need to do. Put most of your time and energy into that and then move on from there instead of trying to do absolutely everything all at once because most of the things at the time we can get quite caught up in the the small minutia things that you know the little bits and bobs that you see people talking about and they're really insignificant you know like with fat loss it could be like you know supplements and um, optimal sleep and digestion and then these sort of things which do matter but in the grand scheme just being able to nail a diet is going to take you you know to where you want to be and those little things are just going to be the cherry on top of the cake so the one thing, identify it. And then just go for it. Just go for it. You know, you will never know until you try. You will never know until you go. Because ultimately you've got a choice. You know, do you live a life where potentially it might be like, oh, well, I gave it my best shot and it's fine. You know, it didn't quite go to plan, but you know what? I gave it a good crack. Would you rather live like that or rather live your life with the regrets of what if? What if I'd just done that? What if I'd actually just taken action here and, you know, bit the bullet? 
and gone through. What could have happened? And I know myself now that I would rather live my life with the oh wells I I maybe didn't make the best choice here but you know what I gave it a go and I was passionate about it and I can be proud of that rather than living my life with regrets because I do have regrets and times and opportunities where I wish I had actually just jumped in both feet at the deep end and I know for a fact that with quite a lot of the things that I wish I had done that with had I had done that things would be very different I may be steps way steps ahead now with my journey in mental health in business and in fitness but I was just too nervous at the time I didn't embrace the fear. I didn't embrace the fear of the unknown. I let the anxiety of the, you know, what if this happens and what if that happens eat me up and stop me from doing what I wanted to do. And we like to be comfortable. You know, humans don't like change. Humans don't like the fear of the unknown. Humans like to be safe. It's just an innate human human characteristic that we've, you know, evolved from when we were goddamn monkeys. But change has to happen in order for change to happen simple as it is so if you want to change your life guys if you want to make that change (laughs) something has got to change so identify why it is you want to change know what needs to change and how you're going to do that plan create your roadmap create your battle plan of action and remember to identify the the one thing the biggest things that need to change or need to happen put your energy and efforts into those instead of the small minutiae details that really don't matter and just fucking go for it guys embrace it go for it and I promise you you'll never look back and if you do you'll know that you gave it your best shot and that's all you can ever do so I hope that has motivated the goddamn hell out of you (laughs) to go and you know just take some action today I don't care what it is your job your personality mental health physical health whatever it is that just want you want to change right now just go and do it And if this has helped, I would really love to hear about it. You know, drop me a message on Instagram and just let me know that it's been helpful. I'd love it if you could share it onto your Instagram story. You know, when people do, it really does make a difference because it helps me to grow the podcast, which means I can bring more to the podcast for you guys. And leave a review over on Apple. And yeah, I think that's all the the sharing that I would ask and request from you because I don't want to ask too much of you guys because you're going to be too busy going out and changing your lives (laughs) so thank you for listening as always guys if you don't already please do go drop me a follow on Instagram which is at Lucy underscore lift your life say hey say that you found me from the podcast I'm always happy to hear that I do find people from the podcast who just follow me and have been haven't followed me for a while and but listen to the podcast so don't give give me a follow it would be lovely I'll give you a follow back because I'm not that kind of fitness influencer dickhead who doesn't follow back because I'm too famous. Um, But go and have a great day. Go and crush it and go and change your goddamn life, guys.